Welcome to the Beyond Birth Podcast. Join us each week as we take the conversation of motherhood beyond birth. I'm your co-host, Liz Winters, a nutritional therapy practitioner, certified pre and postnatal coach, and mama. I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Jenny Anderson, yoga teacher, full spectrum doula, and mama. Our hope is to inspire, educate, and empower women as they navigate pregnancy, postpartum, and parenthood with evidence-based guidance, informative interviews, and hopefully entertaining anecdotes from our perspectives as moms, entrepreneurs, and birth professionals. While you're listening, please keep in mind that the information on this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to another episode of the Beyond Birth Podcast. Oh, I am way too loud. It's fine. (laughs) The coffee has kicked in. Yes. (laughs) Yay. Sharon and Liz, we're both here. We're here. Says our sound. Says our sound. Let's be really honest though, Sharon. This is our um, third attempt at recording this episode in the last hour. (laughs) Yes, it sure is. And I just want to thank our sound guy, Bradley. Thank you. Bless Bradley. All hail Bradley. (laughs) Yep. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you. That is one of the very exciting new changes that is happening with the podcast is we have a sound guy. How official are we? Yay! Yay! (laughs) Silent claps that you can't see. (laughs) So, so good. Well, I am, I'm really jazzed that you're here and this is technically only our second time recording together if we don't count the first two takes this morning. (laughs) (laughs) This is our second episode together, but it's just, it feels like we've been doing this project for forever or like we were always meant to do this project together. And so I'm just, I'm just really excited. Friends, there has been so much happening behind the scenes and that is what we're really going to dive into today. I'm just, I'm really, really jazzed. Like we're, we're two episodes in as co-hosts, but Man, there's some good stuff in the works. So before we dive into uh, what the big changes that are coming, because that's really what we're going to focus on in the episode, I just want to do a little catch up and and really just provide more opportunity for our listeners to get to know you and what's been happening in your world, because I know, but they might not know. That's true. I have told you two times already. This is true, but I want to hear more things. It's been (laughs) different. It's been different both times. Every time though. Yeah, I know. It's true. There's a lot going on. Okay, so for those of you who have not yet met, I live in a tiny little town called Paonia up in the mountains in Colorado, and it's a farming community, and it is harvest season. Um, It's also fire season, so we have so much coming out of the garden, and we are also, like, the state is on fire, so it's 95 to 100 degree days and smoky, super, super smoky. So just navigating those with my four-year-old, who we're also trying to figure out, he's not going to preschool this year. He was in a really lovely little Waldorf preschool here. And so we're creating this little pod with a couple of other parents. And we've been interviewing with a person who we think is going to work out. And so that should be really good. But it's been really interesting navigating like the deep personal conversations that you have to have with somebody that you're hiring that you've never really had to breach before, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. in times of COVID, like, yeah. Right. Like, so what, what kind of questions feel like out of the norm? Right. Right. Well, I mean, I was like, it's kind of like everybody's your lover now, you know, it's like, <laughs> who have you been with? <laughs> what have you been up to this weekend? 
who did you accidentally run into in the park? You know? Um, and so, yeah, it's been really interesting. It's like once you add in another family and then it's who they're all interacting with that we've got grandparents to consider, the person that we're hiring has a partner that lives in a different town. So then there's that. And it's like, who's that person, you know? And so there's all these different things. In fact, tomorrow, I mean, this episode's going to air in a couple weeks from now, but tomorrow we're, the parents are all going to get together and just like talk all the nitty gritty details. So a lot of it's like looking at our calendar for the next few weeks or months and like, you know, who's going where, what are we going to do to mitigate things? Like we're going to have to have real, real conversations with each other. Cause like, if we go over, for example, to like the front range, which in Colorado, the front range is the other side of the continental divide. I realize I have to explain that to anybody who doesn't live here. because yeah. Most of our listeners are in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, so, when, uh... I say, when I say the front range, people look at me and they're like, where is that? Uh, so like when we go to the front range to visit my in-laws, which I have to in a couple of weeks, you know, it's like, that may put us back three weeks without childcare. You know what I mean? So like right. now everything is like has an exponentially greater impact and we just have to have continuous conversations with each other. So it's like, you know, just really open, authentic conversations with each other about our whereabouts. And yeah, it's been really interesting. (laughs) I think it's going to take a really big shift. I mean, luckily these other parents in the pod, we've had to turn down a lot of different offers. One offer that we wanted to do so bad for this little farm school, but we just couldn't, risk a certain circumstance and we just weren't willing to do that risk it was like okay let's there's got to be something different for us so so it's been really nice like luckily this other these other two sets of parents are really on the same board with us and have been the whole time so we all kind of have the same methods of navigating you know coronavirus in our community our global community everything so um and we all have you know older like grandparents and even in with my son, his great grandparents are alive and they're very much in our wow. sphere. And so we have to be very, very careful. So, so yeah, that's been fun. It's just so much to navigate. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many moving pieces. I, we're only quarantining with one other family and then like technically, so there's technically two, two other families in our pod. And even just that it's like, okay, how do we, right. How do we do this? Like we went camping the other weekend and we won't see you for two weeks before because we're going to go camping with my family. I want to make sure that we're like really safe for them. But then also two weeks after before we see our pod mates again. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it, everything takes so long. It takes but so long. <laughs> it's just part of the world that we're in right now. It just, yeah. And I just, you know, I really feel for parents who have their children in school right now and just navigating those decisions and like, you or know, teachers. Just, and the teachers, I mean, my heart is just really with all the folks who are having to uh, navigate the school system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had a lot of talks in like my family because we, I come from a family of like educators and, um, same mm-hmm. it's, it's, of course it's the same. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard because like, you want kids in school, but like at what cost mm-hmm. and then at what cost do they need to stay home and how it's, there's an unfair burden placed on parents and like, like mm-hmm. mothers more particularly and, you know, people in the BIPOC community. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah, it's a shit show. Anyway. Yeah. That got yeah. happy fast. No, I know. Well, I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> that's what we're yeah. here for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the privilege of being able to decide to like keep my child home is I, I definitely right. recognize that. And it's, you know, one where I live, 
skull options are extremely limited anyway. So, you know, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty wild time we live in girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about you? Man, I think we're just kind of navigating like similar, not similar decisions. Cause I mean, we're going to be homeschooling and like homeschool for a four-year-old. It's like play, right? Right. It's, it's, this is not like times tables or anything. We don't need a whole bunch of structure, but I thrive under structure. I need like some sort of curriculum outline. So we got, we have a really a, like a nice, like play-based and nature-based curriculum that we found, which we're really oh, excited fine. about because Edie really likes to learn and we like, mm-hmm. it's really important, but my husband's actually gonna be stepping into that kind of teacher role because he's home. Right. Like I, and I'm working very much full time. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of a, it's going to be an interesting adjustment. And I think we all need that kind of structure. I feel like this whole time with even through pregnancy and then, you know, like I've been waiting to give birth. Okay. Now I've given birth and I'm like waiting to go back to work or like waiting to return to whatever our normal is, mm-hmm. but like, we're all here. We're all just kind of in this like groundhog day totally style cycle. And so I think we have to kind of establish those like start and stops ourselves rather than waiting for like our normal, like cyclical cues. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, this is when the school year is going to start for us because we don't have any of that kind of structure beyond like it's starting to get rainy in Portland. Sorry. Send your rain with more rain your way. Send us your rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you read other oh, places you will go? Oh yeah. You know, the waiting place. Mm, like, that's yeah. True. Uh-huh. That's where I feel like, like every time I have to read that book to Fox and I say mm-hmm. half to, I meant that every time I have to read that <laughs> book to Fox, uh, I like, we are in the waiting place. Like that is where we are yeah. all the time. And it is the most useless place. <laughs> oh man. There's a lot of learning in the waiting place. There is lean into that. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. But you and I are similar in that we like to go. <laughs> yes. we are. <laughs> Anytime doers. we like to pause, it's a real shit show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's just our world right now. Like trying to find a routine and we're really settling into it and it's like, it's feeling better ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> but always changing. Cause we have a tiny baby at home too, you know? Right. So we haven't, we we were going to, we're going to introduce, this is one of our changes. I have no like nice way and like cool way of doing a segue. So I'm just going to do this. <laughs> But one of the changes that we're going to have on the podcast is some cool segments that we're adding. Yay. So, yay, everyone's excited. <laughs> I'll be cooler at this someday. I think you're but, super cool. Oh, hey, thanks. That's yeah. what matters. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our well-being in action. Like, how are we supporting our well-being in action this week? Yeah. yeah. Right? So my question for you is, I want to know what you're cooking this week. Mm. I like to be inspired by other people's plates. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So lots of canning going on because mm. it's fruit season, garden season. We're just hauling stuff out of the garden. Um, when the lockdown happened, it was like beginning of gardening season. So my husband, who has a background in agriculture, he actually went to school at Evergreen for farming. He like just, Evergreen and Olympia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up just outside of Olympia. No way. Oh, yeah. I mean like 45 yeah. minutes, but yeah. It's closer, yeah, yeah. closer yeah. than here. It's true. Um, <laughs> so he just like kind of went bananas and we have a lot of garden going on, like multiple garden spaces, a whole greenhouse. And I mean, just, it's all over the place. So 
now everything is coming out. So we're just processing a lot of food. I mean, I have to time block food processing. Um, and I do, you know, this year I planned in advance, August, September, beginning of October, I'm going to have to just daily, like not, knock out some fruit, <laughs> whatever. So I'm putting all kinds of stuff in the freezer, all kinds of stuff, canning in our canning cellar-ish type closet thing uh, that I just organized yesterday. It's very nice. And then also I've had this very bizarre change in the last couple of months where I was eating predominantly paleo, although I had started integrating some things like rice because we were traveling to Costa Rica in the winter. And so I didn't want to get to the land of rice and beans and not be able to eat anything. So right. yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially a fairly paleo-esque diet for many years. And uh, I have now developed a meat aversion. And so now I'm pretty much just eating a vegetarian diet, which includes a lot more grains than I'm used to. And um, honestly, it's been really nice <laughs> just to transition out of one way of eating. I think I was just getting kind of tired of the recipes that I was making and the flavors. And also there's not a ton of meat variety here. Um, mm. And I like to really try to buy as local as possible because we really try to live as sustainably as possible. So um, I was kind of getting sick of cow, pig, chicken, cow, pig, chicken, cow, pig, chicken, <laughs> cow, pig, um, but I also think it correlates to when I got sick in July and I like have a history of like, I'll get some pretty severe illness and then have an eating aversion that comes out of it that can last years. Like the last time wow. I got sick, I think it was like New Year's or Christmas of 2014 maybe and came out of it with an aversion to olive oil and couldn't be in the room with even just somebody opening a jar of olive oil, let alone like cooking with it. Like, yeah, pretty intense aversion. Wow. Um, I now have am able to start cooking with olive oil again. That's but unbelievable. Now, now I don't want to eat meat. It's very interesting. My I'm like, like so curious about the physiology behind that. Mm -hmm, like, what too. is it like? Is there some sort of like gut imbalance going on? Or, you know, oh, I'm just so curious. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a, a history of gut thing, it disorders too. If, sure. Know, disorders. That they, like I was telling you, I have had SIBO and was, <laughs> that was take one. <laughs> That was take one. I talked about my SIBO, uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth for those of you who don't know what SIBO is. And I was very like on a very like regimented diet, this specific carbohydrate diet, which is, it's a pretty intense diet really. And I had yeah. gone from like keto cause I was healing something else with keto and then went to the specific carbohydrate diet and then all these things. So I think my body's just like, I am tired of being restricted. It is totally. time for you to just eat some corn and be cool with it. <laughs> like, right. <okay. laughs> well, and it's, I mean, it brings up a good point that like food and like these diets can be used as healing modalities. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. But when it, it requires you to constantly check in with how your body mm -hmm. is feeling, like you can't just sit in this like space of, oh, I can't eat this because it doesn't fit into this specific dogma. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, right. you sure shit could eat that. Yeah. I mean, unless you have a severe allergy, then don't do that. But I mean, right. you know, like, <laughs> right. it's like, but can you actually eat it? You yeah. Know? Like, can I actually eat this thing? Because there are certain things like cauliflower, forget about it. Like I can't eat Oh, cauliflower. really? I didn't, oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. No yeah, good? Which, 
like when you're on a keto diet or a paleo everything diet, is cauliflower cauliflower <laughs> so, I love yeah. The cauliflower. <laughs> yeah i know i mean i love the taste of cauliflower it just doesn't like me so yeah it's yeah. just one of those things like it just like everything else you know it's a healing modality it's a, a tool in your toolbox and when i open my toolbox right now it's like it consists of vegetables and grains and i'm like okay there you go that's what we're gonna do then yeah I love that so much. Yeah. What about you? What you cooking up these days? Well, lots of food all the time. We, um, mm -hmm. as part of like our sanity measures have started meal planning at the beginning of the week. Mm. And this is not like on Tuesdays, we'll eat this. It's here are the four things we're going to make this week. So we know like what to defrost. Cause like all of our meat comes from our freezer. I mean, it came from an animal at some point, but <laughs> our freezer doesn't magically just produce this, but it requires some, we can't just sit down and be like, Hey, you want to have steaks tonight at four o'clock, right? Like you have to plan ahead. But we also got a new cookbook yesterday. It came in the mail. Um, Charlotte from clean foodie cravings just released this brand new cookbook. I think it's her very first cookbook. And if you aren't following her, you absolutely have to, because she is just a delightful human and hilarious and has beautiful, beautiful recipes. Yeah. Go pause at what you're doing. Go follow her on Instagram like, right this I'm second. I'm going to go follow her right now. <laughs> Do it. And tune in on Sundays <laughs> for Sunday skincare and because she does a call for unpopular opinions and like secrets <laughs> on Saturdays. And then she shares them on Sundays with her reactions. And it's, it's just a joy. Like I mark it in my phone to like go tune into this. It, it's Amazing. that much fun. Sometimes I watch them with Edith. And they aren't always uh, PG, but it's, it's pretty fun. But anyway, we got her cookbook and her cookbook is one pot keto cooking. And I, we by no means follow a ketogenic diet in our household, but I have actually, similarly to you, I feel so much better. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like it's been a really interesting transition. You know, I was really hesitant until my milk supply was established to start, you know, changing anything. So it was really fluid in the first, like or the fourth trimester um, with what I was eating, just making sure I was getting enough calories in and making sure it's like really good food. But I started getting these really crazy headaches where I get around around 10 weeks postpartum and couldn't figure out what they were and started working with another nutritionist just like, cause I don't, you know, you would, a surgeon wouldn't surgeon themselves, right? Like right. <laughs> you, you seek other help if you're a practitioner. Um, and it was nice to just kind of get an outside perspective. And so, um, she had me play around with some macro changing and I'm by no means like macro counting, but I kind of am being more aware of what that balance is. And it's turned into a much lower carb diet than I was eating before. And I have to tell you, I, for where I'm at in my life right now, feel so much better. I have so much more energy and my headaches are gone. And that was the most important thing. I was like, I can't function when I have a headache. Mm -hmm. And so something about this shift, whether it was like, just like a blood sugar imbalance or whatever has made my world like so much nicer to navigate and I'm just, I'm loving it. And so it was really well-timed that this cookbook was coming out and I'm like, Oh, cool. Cause it's all low carb. Yeah. I'm looking at her Instagram page. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And He's I want to try all of these recipes. Yeah. They're beautiful. And they're the be really beautiful. Uh -huh. And the one thing I really like is like, if you've ever opened up a keto cookbook, it, like half the recipes are like dairy and cheese based, which I can't do 
a lot of dairy. That was, I think, one of the things that helped clear up my headaches because I was eating a lot of cheese. And then also they don't have a ton of like sugar alcohols in them. So it's not like stevia loaded everything. There are some in there, but it's not like the bulk of the recipes. So that's, it's real food. What? Crazy. What is this concept? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like our diets are literally the opposite, but I love that we're listening to our bodies and just like, yeah, you know, utilizing our tools. I think that's so important. It like, it's another point in the book for like bio-individuality, right? Mm-hmm. And our bodies are going to, those are going to change over time, right? Like that we go yes. through seasons where like, I crave a ton more produce or, you know, a lot more like starchy foods mm-hmm. versus just, you know, sitting down to a T-bone, which is literally what we did the other night. That so again, amazing. the opposite I of I do love steak. It's like, so <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, make myself eat any of it right now. Right. That's, it is what it is. That's fine. You're honoring what your body needs in the moment. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to see more of what your, your canning action is bringing to the world. And I love following along on your stories on Instagram to see what you're canning. I have not gotten so brave as to can anything. We preserve like through fermentation and freezing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll be doing a lot of fermenting this, this year. And, um, Right now it's, I have a case of peaches that I just got and I like to freeze peaches because Mm. smoothies. Hashtag smoothies. Hashtag smoothies. I am waiting for a friend to give me a recipe. She does um, champagne peaches. She cans them in champagne and I'm like, yes, I want I am here for that. Yeah, I I I can't actually eat peaches, but I would eat those peaches. You can't eat peaches. Oh, right. So stone fruit and I aren't friends. Really? They're delicious, but no. Interesting. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I'm I know. Sorry. I love Stanford. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Well, we're also doing apples. I just got these incredible apples. I mean, they do like all these heirloom variety. Amazing. My fruit dealer is like got it going on. Like uh, you have a fruit I, dealer. I have a fruit dealer. I literally <laughs> just go buy boxes of fruit out of the packing shed, <laughs> like Perfect. next to their orchards. Like that's why I live here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, lots of stuff coming down the pipeline there, but definitely a lot of peaches this week. This week is peaches and apples. And yeah, check out my stories. You'll see. Amazing. Amazing. Well, should we talk about all the big changes coming? Yes. So there's been so much happening behind the scenes. Like if you could see our boxer thread, it's just like blowing up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it starts at like 7 a.m. my time because Liz is already up at 6 mm-hmm. and yep. uh... <laughs> doesn't stop until like doesn't stop until like nine at night yeah yep exactly it's just kind of all throughout the day oh I've had this idea I have this idea yep but the biggest shift I'm like very excited to announce um is we are going through a rebrand and that involves a new name for the show so please don't get confused when you open up the podcast next week and it's something totally different should I share the name I just yeah, do it. Tell us. Okay. Tell us. <laughs> tell us. It's so <laughs> sultry. I know. <laughs> that came out way sexier than I expected. <laughs> it was perfect. So our podcast will now be called. That's my drum roll. It's going to be called Unrefined She. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so what's the, our tagline? Oh, the well-being podcast for women yes. with an X. With an X. W-O-M-X-N. That's right. That's how, you, that's how you spell women with an X. Yep. <laughs> Just in case anybody... They sound like a, like call call letters for a, a radio station. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely does. It's our call um, letters. It's our call letters. 
Yeah. So I, I am really, really excited about this name change. You know, Sharon and I've been talking about it for, I mean, it's been like a month of this, mm -hmm. right? I, I don't actually know what time is anymore. Um, <laughs> that like beyond birth is, is great. And when it was originally, we originally chose that name. <laughs> we wanted a podcast that was talking about things beyond birth, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like outside of the realm of, of birth, but still like centering around that experience. And, um, we've done that for the last year and a half. And now we want to like broaden that circle even more just into women's health and well being. So for mm -hmm. female identified folks and for people that bleed, like yes. this is the well being podcast. This is where, this is where we're taking this conversation. So if you're here for like the birthy stories, they will still be here guaranteed because mm -hmm. I am still here. And that is my passion, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we're also this, I feel like this gives us a lot more room to have, you know, bigger conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. Because even if you're in a place where you are having babies, eventually you're going to be in a place where you're not having babies and you're right. still going to be looking at your well-being. And so we want to be able to serve you from all of those times, or if you're a person who's not having babies as well. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that was the thing that part of the audience that I also really wanted to capture is like, have this space where we can, you know, explore what it means to be healthy. Right. And I say that in air quotes and mm -hmm. how can we take up space mm -hmm. and kind of question these, these norms around us? Cause we're fed a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Yes. It's so true. Yes. <laughs> well, and then that's one of the reasons why we went with well being because we wanted to talk about what it's, what it means to be a well being like, and, and look at your whole self you know, which is something that we've even talked about with our food. It's like that changes so much. And so, you know, we really want to like develop the well-being toolbox of things that you can like reach into and pull out what you need. And for the time where you are, whether it's, you know, pregnancy, birthing a child, postpartum, like and beyond. Huh? And beyond. And beyond. I know it's still funny. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's like the perfect, like we have moved beyond. And yeah, we're beyond, there. beyond. Birth yes. and beyond. It's so. going to be so good. And we like kind of agonized over this name choice. I mean, this was weeks of, of trying on different names and doing our research and all like so many attempts, so many mock-ups. <laughs> so many Instagram handles. So many Instagram handles. Luckily, they're really easy to change. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We looked at a number of different things and I, I, I love that. Like we started with unrefined and then we were looking at unrefined well-being, mm -hmm. and then it just wasn't sitting right. And so yeah. we were able to have that conversation with each other. Like we want to dive in, we're ready, but also like for us, language is so incredibly important and the power of language. And so we really wanted to have the right title to purvey what we were doing or convey word purvey, convey, convey what we were doing. <laughs> and then at one point we looked at unrefined femme and we were like, yes, that feels love so it. Good. And then I'll let Liz tell. Oh, about <laughs> so we sat on that name for a couple of days and we're like, yes, this is it. This is good. And then there was something in the back, I think of both of our heads where we're like, something's off. Something's not right about this. Something's not right. And so I did some more research into the word femme and realized it was not our word to use. Mm -hmm. And then I typed in femme appropriation into Google and I was like, oh, 1000% doing classic 
white cis women shit right here. And so called ourselves on it. Mm -hmm. And we're really sad because I like that word. But again, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not our word to use. And that's fine. Right. Like, but like the more, you know, the more, you know, And yeah. And then I think like we were bummed because we were like, sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're not. It's such a good name. It's such a good name. We're not going to cross those boundaries. But then we came Mm. up with unrefined she and it was like, yes, like that feels so good. And and we chose that one specifically because like pronouns are self-electing, right? Mm -hmm. So if you identify as a she, or I would even say if you are a human that bleeds, like yes. <laughs> has a menstrual cycle or ovaries or, or did at one point or did at one point, right? I was like, how do we get there? Um, yeah. <laughs> then this is your space, right? Totally, totally. And I think for us, like we want to serve the population that like feels right for us, but also at the same time, like I know that for the longest time, like I was raised primarily by my dad and in like a male space and I just didn't really identify like with what was like a traditional she growing up. And so I really kind of gravitated more towards like a masculine identity when I was younger. And in my twenties, I, and even especially in my thirties, like going through pregnancy and birth, like have really fallen in love with being a woman. And so for me, that was really important in like in my overall business um, with the Glow Emporium and then also in this podcast is like just really nurturing and lifting up the woman, you know, but like mm-hmm. also wanting to include all who identify in that space. So, right. So it's like maybe like more like feminine en- energy, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there's, there's a lot to explore here and I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really excited. Yeah. And I hope and I you also, all are excited too. Yeah, Totally. <laughs> And like, you know, we're, we're also like navigating how to talk about it in a way that feels yeah. right. And so, you know, if something doesn't feel right to you, please let us know. Oh, for sure. This is like yeah. a constant evolution and learning process. There's a lot of, um, like 2020 is the year of the shit show, but also like a lot of learning and unlearning. I say that right as my child like screams in the background. I'm like, oh, good timing. <laughs> Perfect. So beyond the new name, I'm going to crack up anytime we say the word beyond now. <laughs> We have some really exciting, like we're just expanding our reach, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to be hosting workshops and retreats and just cultivating community, not on Facebook. (laughs) Not on Facebook. Sorry. If you want a Facebook group, there are plenty out there. In fact, I run one with my own business, but (laughs) I will not be running a separate podcast one. So I'm really, really pumped about those opportunities to connect. And we actually have our first workshop on the books already because Yay. this is how Sharon and I operate. We get shit done ASAP. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're tears. Um, so mark your calendars for October 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do a workshop on, you want to explain it? I don't, we don't have a cute title yet. Cute title. Yeah. We're to be determined. on that cute title. Well, okay. So October is both period awareness. I, I don't know if it's a month or a day and it's also loss, pregnancy loss month, right? Mm-hmm. So we're focusing a lot on periods and bleeding in October, if you will, in this podcast. So um, Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, we, you know, <laughs> it's just a fact of life. So one of the things that I have been putting into practice in my business building is utilizing my hormonal cycle as like my productivity calendar. <laughs> and so we're going to take a deep dive into that. And then Liz is also going to be talking about nutrition for 
hormonal health and cycle health. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, it's going to be really about how to like embrace your cycle in all of its different aspects and really kind of put it to you so you can show up as your best self, no matter what time of the month it is, right? You like, you know how to support yourself. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to have these like, or we can embrace like those, those lower energy times. Right. And we know that totally. we're not going to like pile on a bunch of shit mm-hmm. and how to like eat some foods to like support yourself through this. Totally. Again, cute title and succinct description coming soon, but coming- October 24th. <laughs> <laughs> October 24th from, um, well, this is the PST time, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. PST. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for more deets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk a lot more about it. You'll be, oh, yeah. yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot clearer <laughs> as yes. we move forward. But we just, you know, Liz and I, it's really important for us that this is a community. And in order for it to be a community, you have to be involved. And so we're creating space for that to happen. And this is one of the ways we're doing it. At some point, we really want to do a retreat. Mm-hmm. I'm really pushing for that to be in Paonia. Yeah. Let's do yeah. It. Everyone yeah. go to Colorado. Uh-huh. But yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of other things outside of the podcast, but also developing this podcast in a way that feels really good. Yeah. We have a really strong listener base, and I just, I want the opportunity to like connect with them more than in like Instagram DMs because totally. you all are awesome and you need to know each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there's going to be lots of opportunities for that. But speaking of Instagram, we now have an Instagram account. So you can go follow us at unrefined underscore she. Um, And if you just type in unrefined she, we should be the only thing that pops up. Um, (laughs) If we aren't, you let us know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you can tune in there. We'll be sharing, you know, episode information, but also like a lot of the behind the scenes, some of our favorites that are going on, like how we're, you know, you can see our well-being in action and how we're kind of cultivating health through kind of an unrefined lens. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Here for it. Uh-huh. Here for it. <laughs> and eventually we'll have like a really cool Patreon community and some other spaces for us to connect. Yay. So that's, those are the big changes, everybody. And I hope that you are just as excited as you are and that you can feel this energy and please feel free to reach out to Sharon or myself or even mm-hmm. just the Unrefined She podcast Instagram. Should we call it for the day? Let's call it. All right. This has been a roller coaster. It's been what a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, I'll see you next week. All right, sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beyond Birth Podcast. If you love what you're hearing, we'd be so thrilled if you'd subscribe, rate, and leave a review for our podcast wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time.